Hi, I'm Christian. I'm Justin's wife. Hi, I'm Justin, Christian's husband. And, and we, we are Mackenzie and Micah's parents. We met in college, fell in love, had a kid, then got married. This podcast is all about our journey of life, love, millennial parenting, and our love for the Lord. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Max. Back at it again. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah we, we live. A <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to those guys. Damn, Rue. <laughs> All right, guys. It is Christian of the To The Max duo. Did you forget who you were? <laughs> oh, God. I did not forget. My co-host. It is your co-host. <laughs> it is her husband. <laughs> Reporting live. <laughs> From the couch. From the couch. No. Hey guys, it's uh, it's Justin. How's it going? Hey. Okay, we are back. Um, back at it again. Um, today's topic is adapting to full-time entrepreneurship. Adapting. Getting that rhythm. The Understanding rhythm. the flow of the freedom. Understanding the flow and the freedom. Yes. Full-time entrepreneurship. How's that going for me? Well, I can tell you I'm still learning. <laughs> I, we wear pants now. Uh, well, I've always wore pants. Well, I, I didn't, I didn't know that wearing pajamas wasn't suitable. Um, yeah. So let's let's <laughs> really dig in yeah. deep. I mean, let's start with that. You need to put on clothes every day. It's actually important. No, let, let's start. Let's start even before then. When I used to work <laughs> at my corporate job, which really wasn't super corporate. It was corporate-y. Uh it was pretty free. It was yeah. it was a pretty awesome job. They had beer on Fridays. Okay, we're I don't even drink. He didn't beer. have beer, but they served your job served beer. Let's just be. They real. did, but either way, <laughs> let, let's start with my previous schedule. Used to wake up pretty early, um, and on average, I got to work between seven thirty and eight, sometimes seven o'clock, and then I would leave closer to five p.m. Uh, that was a pretty freaking long day. Yeah, and it was a day that. Uh, was filled with a bunch of different tasks. I usually wore jeans to work and a button-down shirt. Uh, sometimes I would wear a sweater or whatever. It was pretty, um, what do they call that, business casual? Yeah. Sometimes I went pretty casual, uh, t-shirt and jeans, and called it a day. Um, and anyways, along with that, also had an hour commute on the way there mm-hmm. and basically an hour 15 hour and a half on the way home mm-hmm. it was a very very long day mm-hmm. so fast forward now i'm an entrepreneur uh, your commute is my commute is 30 minutes in the morning i guess it's 30 minutes because i take my daughter to school yeah and then bring her home which usually i leave around eight o'clock 805 i'm back home by 8 30 so it's not too bad but what happens when you walk right back through that door right i usually have on sweatpants uh it's a athletic wear is pretty much my Mm -hmm. daily uniform yeah um i usually make coffee when i get back it's the same general schedule he's a very rude he has you're more into routines he has like a a routine i would say well i have to be I'm not really the free-flowing type of person like my wife is. <laughs> uh, so it, maybe not everything has to be completely routine. but He that, likes to have a schedule. I like to have some similar schedule. Mm-hmm. If not, 
I might be playing video games <laughs> at 10 in the morning. Uh, which, with a bowl of cereal. Yeah, with a bowl of cereal in my underwear. So that is <laughs> not the makeup for a successful, entre- <laughs> a successful entrepreneur. No. Uh, I don't think that, that a bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch and playing God of War is going to do know, gonna put extra zeros in my bank account. The M's in my bank account. Yeah, my well, bank actually, account. could put extra zeros in my bank account. <laughs> but but no, but no, seriously. So for me, one thing I really had to realize, and I'm trying to get it together more now because obviously my belly is expanding, so my wardrobe is decreasing. Um, but putting on actual clothes and not working in my house coat or the clothes that I slept in. <laughs> I had to realize that that was like not helping me to feel productive. It didn't help me to feel like I had shifted into work mode. I think getting up um, and getting dressed gets your mind into the, oh, I'm about to do something different besides what I was just doing, which was sleeping and relaxing. I'm now in work mode because I've switched clothes. My teeth are brushed. Um, (laughs) Teeth are brushed. I fixed my hair a little bit. Um, I have myself together. So for me, getting myself together a little bit really kind of helped my mindset. And it was a very simple little shift, um, but it helped. Also, one thing that has been big for me is utilizing a planner. Um, I've always loved planners. I've probably spent hundreds of dollars on planners. Don't don't tell Justin. Um, I love planners. I've tried probably a billion systems. But one thing that I noticed in a period where I didn't feel like I was as strategic or productive is that I wasn't using my planner. Um, So I felt like I was all over the place. I didn't feel um, as strategic. Um, And it was because I wasn't planning. The simple task of writing out what you want to achieve for that day and then checking those things off one at a time throughout the day and at the end of the day being able to say, oh, this is the things that I set out to do for this day and they're done. That is just so cathartic. Um, It does so much for the headspace. It helps you to feel so productive. Um, And I think even, this isn't isn't important, but when somebody does ask you, hey, what did you do today? It's easier to articulate if you literally made a list and you know, you can recall exactly what you did. When you're not being strategic about what you want to achieve for the day, you can end up doing a bunch of random stuff and nothing could actually be done. So for me, having that list of things that need to be accomplished each day uh, for whatever clients and for ourselves, because we are a marketing agency, but we still have to market ourselves. (laughs) That that is a real job. And I also have an influencer brand that needs to stay alive. So being able to manage those things takes a lot of um, strategy, a lot of orchestration. Um, So that means lists are prevalent. Um, That helped me. Exactly what she said what I said. Yep, exactly what she <laughs> said. Now, one, one of the things that um, has also been a, a big adjustment is, uh, we were laughing about this with a client like a couple of days ago. I've just learned to submit. And uh, fellas, if you're listening, <laughs> it's the big S word. <laughs> submit, just submit. More than likely your wife knows what she's talking about. And I thank God that I married the right woman because uh, she's very forward thinking. She's 
uh, a visionary and I know <laughs> I, look, I, I think about it today where we're at home I make money from my phone um, and invoices in fact, get paid while you're sitting on the couch and it's like oh yeah, well, just got some cash different, <laughs> different things are a lot of money is made between my computer and my phone uh, probably 50-50 and the reality is that all started with uh, my wife years ago and years ago I used to laugh and snark and get irritated and just kind of shun the whole social media thing and why do you always have a selfie stick? Why do you always take pictures of your food? Why do you always have your phone in your mouth? Why do you keep watching all these YouTube videos? And look at me now. Look at him now. If you can only Reviewing see Reviewing influencer content. Now, <laughs> watching the whole YouTube yeah, video. Yeah, now sure I'm the one critiquing videos and uh, coming up with strategies yeah. and, and doing different things with my wife. And it, it, it's really been a blessing to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the biggest things is truly understanding hey this works because my wife is spearheading this and i i have i don't have the pride uh i'm not so prideful to know that i can't admit that yeah i'm here i'm a uh i'm a owner i'm a owner and a partner of this company but Mm -hmm. i also understand where my strength is my strength is not in being the visionary of this company uh, that's my wife, and I take her, her lead on those types of things, and I understand that. Hey, learn, use your strengths, mm-hmm. uh, where you're in, and fill in where you can. But right now, you need to understand that what she's been doing over the past couple of years, she's built a wealth of knowledge, a wealth of experience, oh, uh, and you have to learn <laughs> that you don't know it all. And I'm and I'm I've completely made peace with that, and I believe that is one of the biggest reasons why we are both at home today. On the other hand, um, for me, I am a visionary. I'm a creative. Um, that does not mean I am the most practical, or I wouldn't say organized. Because I can be quite organi- organized. I'm not like chaotic or anything like that. But I have had to realize my strong points as well. Um, and my weak points, me doing accounting and making sure that all of our bills are paid on time in some strategic fashion where we don't end up cash poor randomly throughout the month. Um, that ain't my thing. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Justin is amazing at, um, figuring out how to manage money when you're getting these large lump sums, um, you know, at random times of the month and it may not align with due dates and everything like that. He totally gets how to make that work for us and how to keep us cash positive. Um, those are things that are really important. He took care of getting all of the business paperwork for our company legit. Like we are legit because my husband got us legit. Um, I cannot say that I would have been as proactive um, to take care of that process, to get all the bank accounts set up. Like he is literally on top of all of that. So for us adapting meant us being honest about what we're good at and being willing to let that person take the lead on those things that they're good at. I will ask him in a second, hey, can we afford to do this thing? Because I'm a visionary, so I always got ideas. Um, so for like for him- Plenty I mean, of <laughs> ideas. Plenty of ideas. Plenty of ideas that have to go 
through one ear <laughs> and right out the other one. No, he listens to me. He does listen. He'll be like, okay, Christian, you know, that sounds good. He'll ask me what the purpose of it is. And that's the thing, too, like us coming together. Um, that's another way we've adapted is, yeah, I'm a visionary, but he he gets me practical. You know, what is this going to lead us towards? Uh, what is the end game of this pursuit? Um, why is this meaningful and something that we should pursue? And then once we go through those things, it's like, okay, that seems really viable. And he's not being super, um, like, critical of the concepts. He just wants to make sure it makes sense for the company. Um, and then also making sure that it makes sense financially. So, yeah, it may be a great idea, but not for this quarter or for this month. Um, it may be better for us to do that next month. Um, those are things that we've adapted to be able to figure out a process for um, within, our, within our business. And it really has helped um, to help us to just navigate this this partnership and this co-ownership um, in a way where we're not arguing and we're not fighting and butting heads. I don't think we've had many issues at all where we're like butting heads over this business because having your name together on that ownership paperwork, it's like being married all over again. Um, and it's like raising an, another kid aside from our kids because this business is our child and we own this business together. So that is a big undertaking. It's a big pursuit. We're married two times. Um, so yeah, the, the adapting, it comes with honesty. We're honest about what we're good at. Right. And I'll end with this as well. Uh, being able to uh, not only break down the, the strengths and, and the weaknesses, you also have to... Uh, Keep in mind that you're going to always be on a pursuit of learning. Mm -hmm. uh, we did not start this journey knowing exactly what we were going to be good good at. Um, I remember when I first came home, the first like three weeks, <laughs> it I I had printed off like this makeshift <laughs> uh, schedule of how I was going to operate my day, how he envisioned his day going. Yeah, and it wasn't even close to that. Mm -hmm. um, so for you know, for people who are wondering, uh, you know, I think I want to jump into entrepreneurship, but I don't know everything. People are, of course, like your mom, your grandma, and uncles and aunties are probably asking you, hey, uh, did you do this? Did you set this up? Did you hey, got a did lawyer? You get, yeah. You, do you have a lawyer? Do you, do you have an accountant? Do you have this? So what are you going to do if you run out of money on this part? What are you going to do? Do get an accountant, though. Well, get an accountant. You, yeah, you need an accountant. You might uh, not need a lawyer right off the bat, but you need an accountant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But your your accountant's more than likely your tax person, and hopefully your tax person is pretty good tax Legit. person. Yeah. Uh, and you know, no shady business practices. Yeah. But uh, nonetheless, you do want to make sure that uh, you do do your research and do as much as you can to try to be prepared, but also know that. Nobody can truly explain the life cycle and lifestyle that you're going to live until you do. You actually do it. Mm -hmm. We didn't have anybody around us that went through this process before. Not only that, it doesn't matter if, uh, I mean, even we're talking to you guys and we have a service that we actually provide. And our day is completely different from another marketing agency's uh, startup mm -hmm. in Chicago. Mm -hmm. They might have a totally different lifestyle or even somebody who might have a product. Mm -hmm. They have a completely different lifestyle from somebody who even has a service. Mm -hmm. So nobody has all the answers. They can only try to give you 
advice from their own experience. Mm-hmm. So if you're wondering, oh man, I don't know everything. You don't need neither, to. You don't need to. You're going to learn it because you're going to have to go through your own experiences. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the biggest things that I learned from my uh, my corporate job was that you got to, no matter how much uh, good advice I got from some of the older representatives at my company, uh, you had to go through your own trials. You mm-hmm. had to build your own stories mm-hmm. uh, and your own experience. And then over time, you truly are able uh, to become an expert or call yourself an expert because you went through this situation and mm-hmm. you solved this problem. And this is what happened when this customer got the upset. The journey prepares and, you. Yeah, and that, that journey and uh, that wealth of knowledge is going to come as time goes on. But don't be patient, fear. Be flexible. Be patient. Be flexible. And understand that um, no one has all the answers, so just go for it. Yep. I think that's good. I think that is I it. I think we should just leave that at that. Just go for it. Yep. You don't need to know everything. Your overnight story will happen over the course of the time that it takes to get there. Yeah, your o- your overnight <laughs> success happens in three years. Yep. Overnight, right? All well, right, guys. Take it easy, fellas. That's all for this episode. And gals. Yep. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in. As usual, if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate the podcast, and share it with a friend or two. We appreciate you all for listening and tuning in. Um, have a great week um, and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs>